Hello and welcome to today's show, The Breakthrough Podcast. I am your host, Reba Bell. Welcome back to another episode of The Breakthrough Podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Reba Bell. Of course, we want to just talk about what today's episode is about, but I also want to remind you guys that is a code for you purchasing the products. It is Podcast 22. So if you're listening to this at the end or the beginning or in the middle, my podcast is not that long, you can go purchase my products, which is my new book. Uh, my first book, and you also can purchase the coaching program. Um, and if you use that podcast discount code, it's podcast 22. You get 22% off all my products. Now let's just jump into the next episode. Today's episode is pretty much, I'm still in the fasting realm and we're still talking about our word of the year, which is elevation. But uh, what I want to talk about personally is how your journey has a purpose. Now, when we talk about journey and we're talking about purpose, we all know that we all have to go through certain things. And yeah, that's great. And God to get us through everything. But it's deeper than that. I wanted to talk about personally every time I talk about what I learned through my week. And because right now, it's great that it's the new year and I started my new year off with most people don't know. If they didn't listen to the first two episodes, I am fasting. If you want to go back and listen to what fasting is, if you don't know what fasting is, go back and listen. If you know, then just jump right in and we'll just start from here. Um, what I am what I am discovering while I'm fasting is more about myself, of course, everybody knows that, but more about the people that I surround myself with and things that I am personally going through that I'm trying to, I'll say, see a different point of view. And I am what God is, um, I would technically say what God is making me realize is that I need to hear his voice first before I make a decision. Now, that is easier said than done, like I tell you guys in anything. But once you get a closer relationship with him, that's when the Holy Spirit comes in. I don't know um, if anybody knows about the Holy Spirit, but that's when the Holy Spirit comes in and he talks to you. And it's pretty much like your self-conscious saying to you, okay, you shouldn't say that, you shouldn't do that, things like that. While I'm fasting, my Holy Spirit has been tapping into certain things um, that I want to change about my life. I even went, if anybody know me, um, I even went to so far as telling my son some things that I'm trying to change so he can hold me accountable. Now, my son is only 14 at this time, but he understands that his mom is trying to show him that just because you change doesn't mean that it's something wrong, but evolving while you're changing and basically being a better person and being a better woman of God. I want to give the example to both my kids. My daughter is four. Um, 
of what to do when you are having hard times. Now, right now I'm going through a journey and I'm going through a journey of what God is trying to separate me from and separate me to bring me to another level. Of course, it's elevation, but it's also he's basically after writing both of my books, the first book is about domestic violence and my journey through domestic violence. My second book is my journey of my birth to now on things that I've learned, relationships that I had, men and women, um, people that God placed in my life and how they impacted my life. Pretty much that's what the second book is about, but it's pretty much a journey. So like I said, this podcast and this episode is talking about your journey has a purpose. And when I talk about journey, I'm talking about anything that you do every day. We all on the journey until God take us home. So while you're doing anything you need to do every day, you have a purpose in your life. People you meet, places you go, things you do all have a purpose. So when you start really having a self-conscious, the Holy Spirit, you stop doing certain things that you thought you would do before or your self-conscious clicks in and say, I don't want to do that anymore or I don't want to be that person anymore. And so as you experiencing God and you're taking this journey with him, you make intentional decisions about certain things you say, certain things you do, how you act, how people respond, how you respond. And you start making intentional decisions about things that you want to happen. Um, I was talking to my best friend earlier and he knows that, you know, he knows me in and out. So certain times I will say certain negative things that, you know, may come across as me talking, but he's like, no, you got to speak those. You got to speak positive. That's not going to happen. You got to speak. And that makes so much sense because I known that, but intentional speaking positivity changes your mindset. It changes your life right now. in this journey that I'm taking, I realized that my happiness doesn't involve around anyone else but myself. I've been realized that, but it's making me intentional about waking up every morning saying, yes, I have the same problems as you guys. I have the same issues and problems, but God has taken to another level where I don't have to focus on those problems. I can give it to him. Everybody knows that knows me. Um, I do a devotion every morning. And sometimes I do three devotions depending on what it is. And doing this fast, I've been actually doing three devotions, one for my mental health, one for my spiritual health, and also one for my physical health. And that's pretty much where I'm at right now because I want to get myself all together, total body. And that doesn't mean that one is, that they are going to be aligned up. One is going to be worse than the other. And right now, mine is my big thing is my language, my language, how I talk, how I speak, what I say, what I put on others, what I portray, because of course you wouldn't be listening to this podcast or I couldn't enlighten and help other people with their lives and coach uh, the people that I coach if I didn't change my language. And so every day we have to make intentional decisions to change the way we speak, the way we think, the way we hear, the way even the people that evolved that evolved around us. I talked about last week um, asking your friends about your purpose on my last uh, episode. 
And I don't know who went and did it, but doing that intentionally, you will really find out not just your purpose, but you will also find out who your really your friends are. Do they know you? It's also an exercise for you to um, pick new surroundings, um, evaluate your circle, you know. And I always feel like if you got too many friends and too many people, I have, you know, a lot of people that absorb to me. I do. But I have picky chooses that I, I, I'm very picky, but put it like that. I choose very picky, picky on who I want to necessarily be involved in my life. And I started doing that literally um, within the last 10 years. And it's a lot of best friends that fell off within the last pandemic um, that I don't talk to anymore. Uh, and I'm talking about best friends I was with 10, 15 years since high school that fell off. And it's fine. At the time, it hurt. But I realized that God couldn't take me to the next level and be who I am today talking to you on this podcast if I still had those type of relationships because sometimes your relationships are hindrance and blocks. If you're not in a relationship, whether it's a relation, um, a relationship with a man, a woman, or it's a relationship with a best friend or a female, another female, and I'm in a relationship, you know, so if it's not in a relationship where you're elevating and you guys are growing together and you guys are encouraging each other and they know, okay, even if there's something that you say you want to do, that should be some encouragement or there should be some, okay, if you want to do that, friend, let's see what, how can we help? And when I talk about my best friend, my best friend is so special to me because he technically finds a way anytime to try to help me to do anything I want to do, even if it's out of the box, blue and be like, okay, okay, she want to do it. We want to do it. And whatever I got to do to help, you need to evaluate the friendships that you have like that, because sometimes it be your own friends that hinder you from going to the next level. And God is your own friends that hinder you to go to the next level in your job, your career, Whatever you're trying to do. And you shouldn't do that. You can't even family member. And that's a personal one for me personally. Um, I say personally because I've dealt with things in the past where my family have thought I supposed to have been in some career or some business and some this. And, and it's like, but that's not what I want to do for my life. And it's not that they don't have good intentions for me. But everybody can't direct your life like God. As long as you give what you want to do to God, God will direct if it's the right thing. And sometimes he would direct you and say, mm, that's not going to work out, but you can try it. I'm going to let you do it because we have free will. God gives us free will. But back to my point of your journey, having a perp- your, your journey, having a purpose, everything that you do, even with jobs, careers, your friends, your family, they all have a purpose. Perfect example. I had a cleaning business. We moved to Wisconsin um, three years ago. It's going on four and at the end of this year. And I had a cleaning business, a very successful cleaning business, I might say. 
Now, I start, if most people don't know, I started my cleaning business technically when I was 16. I went into business for myself. I had someone at the church make business cards. And at my old church, uh, my childhood church, I talk about that in my, my second book, My Childhood Church. I had someone make business, these little paper business cards. And then she, um, and I just passed them out to the church people. And I, the church people were my my uh, clients at that time. And I was cleaning and going to school and cleaning on weekends. And, you know, and then as life progressed, I went to culinary school. And then, because uh, I love cooking. If most people don't know, I love cooking. It's one of my gifts. But um, I went to culinary school. Then I later on and graduated, went to business school. Got two degrees, um, and then I got a double major. I did a double major. Make a long story short, in business administration, and then nonprofit. Um, and then while I was in college, when I was in um business school or whatever, Trinity International University, I end up stopping the. I got fired from a job at a hospital, at Rush Hospital, and it was the. I got, I was traveling an hour and a half, almost hour and a half every morning there, leaving my son. At that time, I was dating my husband with him. He's taking him to school, being have to be at work at five in the morning and then traveling all the way back. Well, once I got fired and I got fired for something that was petty at that time was the doctors saying I didn't put the cereal in the doctor's office, whatever. Um, as I'm sitting there and I'm at home and I said, I would never do this again. And I literally said that to myself. And I said, if it's not me technically working for myself and making my own source of money, I can't get fired unless I fire myself. And that day I made a decision that, and that was 10 years ago, it has to be. Um, that I would never work for somebody else again because I wanted to make my own choice. Now, mind you, I was like, what am, What can I do? What am I good at? Even at then, I was thinking that. And I'm in college. I'm in college. I still have rent <laughs> and everything. And I'm, I'm living on my own with my son. And I'm just like, I got to do something. What am I good at? Okay, I'm good at cooking. But then... When I started thinking about the cooking and the culinary and everything, it just was like, okay, that takes a little bit more time than I want or whatever and trying to build it up and everything and buy the groceries and everything. So I had to evaluate, okay, now what else am I good at? I'm good at cleaning. And honestly, it brought me back to when I was 16. <laughs> and I was just like, I can start a cleaning business again. And I went I immediately talked to my in-laws at that time, told them I started a cleaning business. They was all on board. Um, we I went and made business cards. I ended up getting shirts made. Make a long story short, I did everything just off the back. It was just necessary that I wanted to do what I knew that I was good at and that people needed. And once I did it, I went to college and I had clients from college, 
uh, my 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 uh classmates. They was my some some of them was my clients. I had clients from the church. Then I had then it was one uh I would never forget Ted Williams. It was him from the church. He said, "Oh, my family they all hire cleaning people. I need to hire you." And I was like, "Okay." He said, "If you get in good with my grandmother, the whole family gonna hire you." So I'm sitting there like, "Okay." Like, mind you, I'm thinking the whole family gonna hire me. Yeah, right. But okay, I know I'm good at cleaning. I do deep cleaning. I am specialized in that, and I know what I'm doing. I went on top of having all the other clients I had. I went, and it's pretty much like I interviewed with her. I cleaned their house. And I had at that time, I had an uh, assistant with me because everything started becoming busy. And so I had an assist, uh, assistant named uh, Zipporah with me. I grew up in uh, high school with her. And we cleaned that woman's house. And she was like, so. And so I'm just like, oh, okay. So she was like, it sent me every, text me every, <laughs> every person in their family for their cleaning business. And it excelled that quickly it got to the point where i had so many clients that i couldn't handle them all i was booking and i was making a lot of money and i couldn't handle them all and then you know my husband at the time started helping me and then i had my assistant then i had to hire another assistant because she had to leave and then i had another it was just it was so much it was so much before I could even process like how many clients I had. Like, oh, wait, wait, wait. I was double booking clients and had to uh, remember dates. And I had my I had my planner and I had my phone, but it was so many that I couldn't even keep up. That some I had to put some of them a month ahead of time. Gratefully, I had ended up managing it. Okay. Um but when we had to make the transition to move to Wisconsin, I had to pretty much give up my cleaning business because a lot of people was like, oh, you just going to do the cleaning business? At first, I was doing it, still traveling from Wisconsin to Chicago and back and forth, but it wasn't coming out to the money, wasn't adding up, and then it was tiresome. All that driving, I'm tired driving there, then I'm tired driving back, gone all day. It wasn't worth it. And then it got to a point, okay, hire someone else. So I hired my best friend and then she started doing it with me. And then she has her thing she needed to do in her life. So it was like the need was there for her to have the income, but it was, she still needed to, you know, do what she wanted to do with her career and her business and her life at that time. It was too much. It just became way too much that I was just like, forget it. What, what happened was COVID hit. And that gave me my exit out. It was like, oh, there you go. I'm not cleaning anymore. And it wasn't that, okay, I just abruptly stopped. I just sent all my clients emails. I can't do it anymore. Um, I had clients telling me they'll pay me double just for to come back to Chicago. They knew I, they knew I lived in Wisconsin. To come back to clean their house. I was going all the way to Moni, Illinois. If anybody know how far that is in Illinois from Wisconsin. Um, and make a long story short, it was just it was just too much. And that's when I realized my purpose in my stage at that time was ending. And I had to do something new. Um, 
And what I'm telling you is that even though you may not see where your journey is heading or where it's going, certain things come back to your memory and certain things God will use to say, okay, like I did with the cleaning business and I did it. And I did it for, um, I had the cleaning business a good seven years before I end up completely cutting it off. Um, and I just felt like that was not the next phase I wanted to do anymore. Now I have no problem with starting a cleaning business, but it wouldn't be me again. It would be me hiring people, me teaching people how to clean, not me physically going and doing the cleaning myself. Uh, maybe me having a business and not just doing it with, you know, like I said, me being the boss, but technically right now in my, at the time of my life, I'm getting older. I, I don't, I, I need to hire a cleaning person for my own house. Let's say that. Um, but my purpose of saying that is I never knew where God was going to take me next. So from there, I end up getting a job working for someone again. When we moved out here, getting a job working for a grocery store. And what did I go back to? The cooking, the culinary. I worked in the deli, the food experience. So if you see what I'm talking about, everything has a pattern and everything has a lesson. And so I had to go back. I went to back. I had to go back and work temporary, temporarily to have income. But honestly, working at that deli and working at the grocery store and um, doing the food, the relationships I had built, um, I still have a great relationship with uh, a girlfriend I really call one of my best girls. We just was the, we called ourselves the dream team. But that's another story for another time. Um, when we worked together, it was just like our work was just immaculate, it's exquisite. We just had this uh, thing about ourselves and we just loved each other. So I relate, we still, Brandy is still my girlfriend to this day. And I don't work at the grocery store anymore. But during the process of me working at the grocery store and the pandemic hit, and I'm doing, I'm working during the pandemic, and it's like, Oh my God, we, we getting snapped on by customers and food is a shortage and everything is a shortage and everybody in their feelings. I had realized at that time that this is the time and the purpose God is telling me to write my first book. So funny thing is the second book I just released in December of last year is the first book I wrote. I took the time every day coming home and got on my computer and wrote a chapter every day until my book, I ended writing my book the end of December 2020. I didn't release it until 2021 because God had another plan. What ended up happening with the first book, I was watching a lady for three years named Jasmine Womack and she is the book writing coach and I end up signing up for her program in January and it was the best decision I could have made in my life because it opened so many doors and in the program while I'm writing a book I'm thinking okay I'm, I got a book wrote I, I'm gonna use my book but she made us really realize and focus that if our book, our first book, both books are help books. But this first book was a self-help book for my personal journey of domestic violence. And when she told me, 
after the interview and I did the whole interview and it was just like little points and little words. I didn't say nothing about the domestic violence, but one little thing. And she said, that's what you should talk about. That's what your book should be about. So that's honestly how the first book came out about. And so I went through the program to write the first book and that kind of put the second book and and then many more books that's coming now. But now I technically know how to write a book. My thing about that is go back to what I said, your purpose, having (laughs) your journey, having a purpose, pretty much. I would never thought that going to a grocery store would open up the relationship that I had with the people, even everybody at the grocery store bought the first book that I wrote. And, you know, God's speaking to me saying it's time and I'm here with you going on almost two years later with two books a coaching program, and now I'm on a podcast. And I'm so excited and so happy because, like I said, doing Jasmine Womack's program, it wasn't just about writing a book. What she taught us about is our personal lives being affected. And if you're trying to get to the next stage, you can't do anything, number one, without God. But also she taught us that as you're writing, and in my writing, certain things came about in the first book and in the second book. Um, I realized certain things about myself. I realized certain things about my past. The first book I wrote by myself, um, the one that's about my history and my journey and my, my, the one that's out now, um, which is from ashes to beauty. That one, that one was a hard one, more hard to write for me. Then the first one about domestic violence from a blessing in disguise because I had to dig deep on the chapters. And when I talked about the domestic violence that I experienced with my son's father, when I talked about uh, certain things came back to my memory, it was like, wow, that's why you're still mad. Or that's why you're still angry. Or that I, and it was certain chapters that I just cried while I was writing it. It was one chapter, I just, my son's father chapter, I had to put it down. And I remember my husband coming home one day saying, you finished that chapter? I was like, I did not. And I didn't pick it up for a whole week because I had to deal with that pain of writing that chapter and addressing. It was like therapy for me. Um, We're going to talk about therapy in another episode, but I am in therapy right now. Currently, I'm in therapy. Um, I, I signed up for therapy back in, I think March or May, one of the M's, but whatever. And that's been the best thing for me in my life. My son is also in therapy and it's because we have some transitions going on. And anytime you're going through a new transition, kids need therapy too. We just don't realize it. Even when they just came and been out of school almost two years for a pandemic, you know, they need therapy too, trying to re reposition themselves. So what I'm saying is about your journey, having a purpose, you just never know where God's going to place you if you don't listen to him and you don't do what you have to do personally in your own personal life. Because you, you, I could say this was the best decision I ever made. And it wasn't for financial reasons why I did this. It was exactly for what I'm doing it for now to help people have breakthroughs for their life 
to come to a better understanding of where God has taken them and is going to place them. That's what my second book is really about. Um, God's turning my pain into my purpose. And so as you listen to this podcast and you're thinking about your life and you're thinking about everything that you've done, what you did, what you're good at, how God took you certain places, what jobs you had, what careers you had, what paths you're going down, even if you don't have a certain um, position right now, but what you want to do, what your heart desires, it's all going to add up to where you're going to be, whether it's good or bad. Um, sometimes we don't realize the decisions that we made 10 years ago, it's affecting us now. So what I'm saying on this podcast today, I want to make a decision right now, 2022, that in 10 years, that my decision is going to affect my outcome in 10 years. And it's going to be a positive one. And so I'm selling to you to make sure you're making the right decisions, having the Holy Spirit talk to you and you intentionally know what you want out of your life and start changing it step by step, day by day. This is not easy. I'm just letting you know, but it's worth it. I wouldn't change anything about the negatives about my past with either one of my books and the stories that I tell because I wouldn't be here personally to talk to you today about your journey, having a purpose. And this next year, we're going into elevation. So let's do this together, guys. And thank you for joining, listening to the Breakthrough Podcast. And I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening in on today's show. You can find me online at RebaBell.com to order any of my products or my books. Or you can find me at Instagram at BreakthroughCoach underscore Thank you again and see you next week.